Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline jam-packed today with terrible injury news, a profile in courage, a ton of football, and maybe the most interesting one-off basketball game of all time to deal with. Let's try to make some sense of all of this. It's showtime. Here we go! Only one place to start. Obviously, we're going to start with the Lakers and Warriors. we got to play Lakers basketball. we got to defend at a high rate. We're playing, in my opinion, the MVP of our league this year and Steph. So. Our team is rolling, playing great basketball. We're not going to this game thinking it's going to be easy. Here we go. Hopefully on to tonight's play-in game between the Lakers and the Warriors and the two most telegenic stars in the sport today, LeBron James versus Steph Curry, with all the pressure in the world on both of them. And I think for different reasons. All the pressure is on Steph because if he isn't spectacular, their team is going to lose by 40. And all the pressure is on LeBron because, frankly, they can't lose. Like, the Lakers cannot lose this. There will be no excuses. Certainly not here, and I don't think from any real basketball fan. I remember I had just come back to radio last year in August And the NBA playoffs were going on, which, of course, would never normally be happening. But they were in the bubble. We were in the pandemic. And I remember they lost game one of a series. I want to say it was to Portland. And people started to panic and or at least started to make a big deal of that. And I came on. Might have been my first day back. And I said, this is just much ado about nothing. The great ones don't lose here. LeBron James doesn't lose this series. No way. And so I will say that again now. LeBron James doesn't lose this. LeBron James under no circumstances loses Wednesday and Friday and doesn't wind up in the playoffs. Remember, you get two cracks at this thing. Whoever loses tonight will on Friday take on the winner of the other game tonight, San Antonio and Memphis. Either way, LeBron or Steph... They lose tonight and win on Friday. All's good. They go into the playoff field, and we'll see what happens. And frankly, of Steph, almost nothing is expected. His season has already been an enormous success. He's an MVP candidate. He's had his best year at the age of 33. He has been the most watchable thing in the sport by far the second half of this season. And everyone is just sort of waiting until Klay Thompson comes back. They get healthy, and we'll see what they're able to become. But what is at stake for LeBron? Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Where is it this thing can take him in either direction? I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is. I don't know what the real expectations are. They can't get knocked out here, but I don't think they will. If they go on into the tournament, let's say they win tonight. Now they're the seven. Now they play Phoenix in round one. Does anyone not expect the Lakers to win that? I do. You know who else does? The Clippers. The Clippers have done everything they can to duck the Lakers because that's how they are, and we'll talk more about them a little bit later. But that's what's at stake tonight in this unprecedented matchup. In its own way, one of the more unique games you could ever possibly imagine, a one-game play-in scenario that's not quite do or die. It's do or get very, very nervous between the two biggest stars in the sport before the playoffs even begin. It's never happened before, but it's something I think we all have to start getting used to. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Lakers are a five-point home favorite tonight. The over-under is 219.5 on total points tonight. LeBron's over-under is 26.5 points. Go under. Go under 26.5 on LeBron. 
ADs over under is 25 and a half. Go over, over 25 and a half. Steph's over under is 36 and a half. That's a tough one. Hashtag Hembo here with me this morning. 36 and a half on Steph, over under. I'll take the over. He's averaged 37 points over the last month and a half. And I, I just feel like the Lakers are going to send everybody at him all night long, though, right? It might, t- it might take him 25 or 30 shots to get there, but he'll take those shots. Boy, it's an interesting over-under. Steph, 36 and a half. All right, I'll go with you, but I don't feel real good about it. Celtics and Pacers win last night. Uh, brilliant performance from Jason Tatum. All the conversation, is he a superstar? Is he merely a star? Is there a level between those things? We'll talk much more basketball as we continue. Timmy Legs will join us in a few minutes here. Uh, Greening with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Again, Legs will be on the Goodyear hotline. Meanwhile, the next order of business is this. Turnbull sets. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, history! Spencer Turnbull has become the sixth Tiger pitcher to throw the eighth no-hitter in franchise history. His teammates burst out of the dugout and mob him at the mound. How about it? How about it from 97 won the ticket. Spencer Turnbull throws the fifth no-hitter in baseball this year. We are currently at the 19th of May. Now, I could have sworn, I can't remember exactly where it was, but I could have sworn I was listening to this radio show and these guys were telling us that baseball is going to set a record for most no-hitters in a season. In fact, it's going to obliterate it. Where did we hear that conversation? Oh, yes, of course. We were the ones who were saying it right here. Mine is that sort of rare genius that will not be fully appreciated until long Long after after its time. The genius, you said? Your genius. He's a genius, eh? We're not going to appreciate your brilliance until you're gone. Brilliant. I mean, Hembo, at this point, I'm becoming bored with being right when it comes to this (laughs) stuff. How long? There are five no-hitters. Again, I believe it should count as six. Let's not get into that discrepancy again. But Madison Bumgarner, seven-inning no-hitter, I still think should count. Doesn't matter. They're at five. The record is eight, set back in the 19th century so I guess my question to you is, they're coming pretty much once a week at this point. Will they tie the record in June? Will we even have to get to the beginning of summer? June or July. And the most curious thing about this no-hitter phenomenon this year is that none of them have been thrown by great pitchers. Not one yet. So if these guys are throwing no-hitters seemingly once a week, we're going to start seeing, I think, with a little bit more regularity, the best pitchers in baseball take their shots at them soon. So that, that's not... That's what happened last night, and that obviously was the performance of the night in baseball. But I want to make sure we set aside plenty of time. I'm not going to jump into it here this quickly because I want to make sure we have plenty of time to dive back into the kerfuffle. And in fact, Buster Olney is on the wrong side of the kerfuffle. So I had him on the TV show today. And I'm not going to yell at Buster on the TV show because it's it's not the right medium for that. It's not the right setting for that. But I'll yell at him here. So uh, Robert Stanberry, only the third, and I will go back and forth. And then I will tell you right now, I'm getting disagreed with from a lot of different directions. I'm getting disagreed with. And the bottom line of it is this. There's unwritten rules. And again, I'm going to get you into all of this here. So you don't need to follow it right this minute. I will, after Legler, we will go into this. I'm going to move around the stuff we were otherwise going to do. I'm going to sp- make sure we have some time to talk about this. Because there are the unwritten rules of baseball, some of which are just nonsensical, which I, I fully agree I am all for celebrating. I'm all for bat flips. I'm all for that. But just going there does not mean that nothing is Bush League anymore. Like, that's the part of this that I'm struggling with. And I assume you know the story I'm talking about. Again, I'm going to let you hear from everybody involved. 
But to me, there's a big difference. So, so, so I'll give you the, the best analogy I can, and then I'll break on this thought, and we'll get in Legler, and then I want to make sure that I, I'm sort of jumping around here unnecessarily off the top. But here's the thing. When a guy scores a touchdown in an NFL game, I am all for the celebration. I want to see the end zone celebration. I want to see the dance. I want to see the celebratory moves. I want to see them choreograph something. I'm, I'm good with it. I'm all for it. You know why? Because that is something that is worthy of celebration. When a guy catches a six-yard pass on third and five in the middle of the first quarter, I'm not that excited to see him get up and give me the first down sign and act like he's, you know, he's just won the Super Bowl. (laughs) And that distinction to me is going to explain the dichotomy of this day. All right, you know that getting rid of those black streaks on your roof with spray and forget is as easy as literally spraying and forgetting all about it? Spray and forget, it's that easy. Tim Legler, the kerfuffle, and a whole lot more on the way. I'm delighted you've chosen to hang out with us here. I'm Greeny, and this is ESPN Radio. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. The rules kerfuffle in Major League Baseball. Fascinating. Plus, your calls are on the way. I have a question for you today that I'm really looking forward to hearing your answer to. Those and more on the way. But right now, 30 seconds for some straight talk. Sure, saving money feels good. But cutting your wireless bill in half, that feels really good. Like walk-off home run in the ninth, good. With straight talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys, plus no contract, all on America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot when you can pay half? Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. I'm ready to go right now. Green Light with Greeny. All right, I'm giving the green light to myself. 
because I am fascinated by the unwritten rules kerfuffle in Major League Baseball that kind of exploded after we talked about it here yesterday. So let me take you back very quickly to the setup. It's two nights ago. The White Sox are beating the Twins 15-4 to in the ninth inning. And on a 3-0 pitch that's being thrown by a position player, 47 miles an hour, Yermin Mercedes of the White Sox, 3-0, hits a home run. As Hembo pointed out to us, no player in the last 20 years had swung at a 3-0 pitch, went up by more than 10 runs. There were 557 opportunities for someone to do it, and none of them took it. So Mercedes definitely was taking the road less traveled. Now let me take you through the way things developed after we talked about it here. Tony Larusa is the White Sox manager. He is his own manager. He's Merce- the guy who hit it, just to be clear, to make sure everyone knows who we're talking about. His own manager said this. Big mistake. I was upset because that's not a time to swing 3-0. and And, as, you know, I, I happen to look over there, and I know the Twins knew that I was upset. But that kind of leave, that's just, it's not over. That's just sportsmanship, respect for the game, respect for your opponent. There'll be a consequence that he has to uh, endure here within our family. But, uh, you know, it won't happen again because he's not going to do that again. Okay, so that's La Russa. Now, it is worth pointing out that Tony La Russa is 76 years old. But I don't know that that's as relevant as it might otherwise seem because this is not a position that only 76-year-old people will have in baseball. This has been a rule in baseball forever, an unwritten rule again. No player in the last 20 years had swung at a 3-0 pitch, went up by more than 10 runs, regardless of who's throwing it. Much less the case, the fact that in this case, this is a position player throwing it and the pitch is 47 miles an hour. So there's that side of it. You wouldn't have expected the guy's own manager to rip him, but he did. You wouldn't have expected another pitcher to take the side of the hitter, but Trevor Bauer did. Trevor Bauer, who likes to chime in on stuff on Twitter, chimed in and wrote, Dear Hitters, if you hit a 3 and a homer off me, I will not consider it a crime. Dear people who are still mad about a hitter hitting, kindly get out of the game. Can't believe we're still talking about 3-0 swings. If you don't like it, managers or pitchers, just be better. He posted that yesterday. It has 110,000 likes on Twitter. So you've got people lining up on either side. Michael Wilbon yesterday, who was from the south side of Chicago, despite the fact that he is a Cubs fan, Michael Wilbon on PTI. I mean, you put a position player out there, you get what you get. I don't want to hear about spin rate or exit velocity. You got a position player on the mound. It's Little League. This is what you yep. get. So what's he supposed yep. to do? Just stand there and take it in the strike zone and do nothing? How many of these unwritten rules are worth keeping now? Three or four out of 800? I'm tired of them. I'm tired of hearing about them. You want to sound like your old man get off my lawn. Man, I'm usually with that. I'm not with it here. All right. So there's Michael Wilbon very clearly taking aside let me run through the hashtag cruise perspective on this which side are you i'm going to call this old school new school even though i really don't believe you know what i'm not even going to do that let me, let me stop because that would be sending this in the wrong direction i don't think this is an old school new school thing so let me just ask you are you on the side of the hitter or are you on the opposite side which means his own manager <laughs> Are you? And and by the way, predictably, they threw at your main Mercedes, uh, your mean Mercedes last night. They played the Twins again. They threw a pitch. 
like behind him, it kind of hit him. It seems like it grazed him, like in the back of the leg, or did, missed him entirely. It, did it, it miss it, him? I couldn't it didn't tell. Get him square. I watched it, it in the car square. this morning. I couldn't tell. It looked to me like it grazed him. Either way, they threw out the pitcher and they threw out the manager. So all of the things that you expect to happen happened as a result of it. So quickly. Which side of this are you on? Let me go around the, the hashtag crew here today. Once again, uh, hashtag Nuno, which side of this do you fall on? I'm on the side of common sense, which is the side of Mercedes. Okay, well, I mean, just saying you're on the side of common sense is, is always going to be the winning argument. And so you're on the side of the hitter. You have yes, no problem correct. with the hitter. I don't. Hashtag Bubba, which side are you on? In this instance, I am not a fan of swinging at a 3-0 pitch and a huge lead like that. There you go. So I he, want to make the distinction, though. What Trevor Bauer is talking about is completely different. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Now you're getting closer and closer. Devin, you're like 19 and change, right? How old are you? 29. 29. Okay, so I was closer than I even thought. Uh, which side of this are you on? I'm with the hitter. You're with the hitter. Yes. Okay. So we're going to be split right down the middle because Bubba, I mean, uh, Hembo is couldn't be more the opposite. Hembo, when it comes to baseball, you're older than Tony La Russa is. <laughs> Tell me why it bothered you so much. For all the obvious reasons, Tony La Russa has forgotten more about managing baseball than I will ever know in my life. And if he feels that strongly about his player doing that, who am I to tell him that he's wrong about it? Well, who am I? You, you could be the right one to tell him about that because I've told many managers they were wrong about things they knew and some of them are in the Hall of Fame. But in this particular case, it is now my turn to adjudicate the proceedings. Mm. And I will do so by explaining I think everyone has got this wrong. This is not old school, new school. I even think Trevor Bauer has it wrong. I think Bubba is barking up the right tree. This is not just about 3-0. and This is an 11-run game in the ninth inning with a position player on the mound. Okay? If we're watching, Bubba, if we're watching a football game and your own team, the Dallas Cowboys, who you love, are playing whoever, the Giants, now, let's take the Giants out because there's sort of a, a, a real rivalry the there. They're playing a team that you don't care about at all, and they don't care about all. They're playing the Colts. I'm just making a team up. And they're winning 35-10 in the fourth quarter, and there's 30 seconds left. Right. A spot in which, what does the quarterback usually do? Kneel. Correct. But instead of kneeling, he drops back, fakes like he's going to kneel, and then throws a 50-yard touchdown. Even as a fan of that team, what, Bubba, what are you thinking? I would say that is uncalled for in Bush League. Bush and League. not necessary whatsoever. But these guys have a problem with that. That's apparently. wrong. I, you know, uh, Tom Waddle and Sylvie, who do a show on ESPN 1000 in Chicago, made a great point yesterday. They said once the Reds bring in a position player to pitch, they're showing the lack of respect for the game. So what is he supposed to do? No, they're not. But they are. Get their Sylvie on the stinks. phone. Their bullpen stinks. Call Sylvie. They're not. They're giving up when you put. Uh, you don't have to call him this minute, Nuno. But <laughs> <laughs> he took off his head. I was about to. <laughs> I love. He's such a good producer. I said that out loud, and I can see him on the screen. He's immediately taking off the headphones. <laughs> That's not what they're doing. That's the opposite of that. Putting in a position player to pitch is waving a white flag. That's saying we've lost. You've won. Let's just end this. I don't want to waste an arm on this. That's the quarterback taking a knee. That's what that is. That's Dak Prescott in the analogy we just made taking a knee. And so, again, I want to distinguish. This is not old school, new school. I am new school. I'm all in favor of celebrations. You hit a home run. You want to stare at it. You want to run slowly around the bases. You want to do a a dance. I'm all for it. 
all for it. And I think it's good for the sport, not bad. Same, bro. Same. So, so Bubba and I are, are stunningly in line here. But that's not what this is. This is a game that's over. You're taking advantage of the other team that's basically telling you, look, we've quit. Go ahead. We're going to walk up there. This game is now over. We acknowledge this game is over. You've beaten us. There is no timer here. We can't run the clock out. So we're just going to do the absolute minimum, (laughs) which means putting a position player in to throw 47 mile an hour pitches. It's Bush League to hit that. And the analogy that I made to it earlier was, if you score a touchdown in an NFL game, I have no problem with you celebrating. If you catch a routine six-yard pass and you get up dancing like it's your bar mitzvah, then that's Bush League. That's nonsense to me. That's just silliness. And that is the analogy that I would make here. And you know who I'll give credit to? I'll give credit to Tony. Tony LaRusa. Again, all 76 years of him. He said all that. I read the comments. And I don't think we have that part of it here. And, and I don't, we don't have to. But basically, he said, I get that these days people want to celebrate. I, I, I'm, I'm not in favor of that because of where I come from. Because I'm, you know, basically because I'm from the old school. But I totally get it that that's what people are doing in the sport now. But that's not what this was. And so that is where I stand on the kerfuffle. Hembo, your thoughts. And Tony's doing it. Tony's 76 years old. He's managing the best team in baseball right now without a couple of its best players, with a bunch of young stars that are, act, that are all new school guys. He ha- Tony La Russa has this right, and Trevor Bauer has this all wrong. Like Bubba, like Bubba said, it's not just the 3-0 thing, right? Bauer's missing so much of the context there. And the thing I disliked even more about his tweet was, was when he said, if you don't agree with me, get out of our game. That in and of itself is the problem. We can have these conversations about somewhat trivial matters and it'd be good for baseball. People can disagree about this, Trevor. We don't all have to agree with the fact that you feel this exact, this specific way, especially considering that throughout the course of baseball history, most people disagree with the way that he acts and the way that he feels. And that's okay. But to say, get out of our game if you don't feel the way that I do, come on, you're missing the point. I'm with you on that. In fact, I'll take it a step farther. Mm. That I think what Trevor is trying to do, I'm not going to try and put myself in his head, but what I think he's trying to do is say, all of you who are against that stuff, you're bad for the sport. You're the ones who are keeping the sport from becoming popular amongst younger people. You're the ones who are keeping the sport from being dragged forward. And again, he's missing the point. Mm. People aren't turned off by, if you're turned off by the sort of old school nature of the sport, it's not because guys aren't hitting home runs on 3-0 pitches and 11-run games off position players. (laughs) That's not what we're talking about. We're conflating two things that don't belong in the same discussion. And that, to me, is the point. So, Well, let me me ask you, because I have a question. Yeah, I don't know if I'm in the minority on this, but what if it was a two-one count? Where do you, are you guys fine with him swinging? Because I personally am actually. To me, it's all about the three-zero count in a blowout late in the game. If it was a two-one count position player, I'm fine with him hitting the home run and swinging. To me, it's the three-zero. That's a take. You take no matter what. Bubba's right. So that, I just want to. Are you both in agreement there? If it's a two-one pitch. He can swing, hit a home run, no issues. Bubba's right. And Tony said yesterday afternoon that he missed the take sign. That's part of this. When you're up by 11 runs on a 3-0 count, you always get the take sign. We gave you the data. No one had ever swung at such a pitch in the last 20 years. This isn't an unwritten rule from 50 years ago that people aren't abiding by anymore. This had had not happened in at least 20 years going back. So I think think it's... Pretty straightforward and clear here. Like, this is something that we all agree generally in baseball. You don't do, and he did it. 
his manager hated it, said so, and the other team hated it clearly because they threw at him in a competitive game yesterday. So who am I to tell these players how they should or shouldn't police their own sport? I'm a researcher. Bubba, you're a board op. Greeny, you talk about this stuff. It's not my job to tell these guys how to police their own sport. See, you got, you, now, now you're angry. going too He's far. Angry, yeah. You've I'm taken angry. it a step too far. You can be angry. But you're, 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 yes, you are. You are the perfect person to talk about this. That's what we do. To talk we about talk it, yes. About these but not things. to tell them how they should or shouldn't feel. Yes, or we police. can. We can tell them how, what they should and shouldn't do. And here's why. Mm. Because the people who are on the wrong side of some of these debates are keeping the sport from moving forward. They are keeping the sport from being more popular. They are sometimes doing and saying nonsensical things. It is our job to point those things out. What I'm trying to say is, and I think you're with me, well, you kind of disagree with me on some other things, but I think on this case you're with me. That doesn't apply here. That's not what we're talking about. I will be the first person, if Tony Lewis, if your mean Mercedes hits a home run, and does a little foxtrot. I don't, I'm trying to think of a dance. That's a ridiculous one. I don't know how I came up with that. I don't even know exactly what a foxtrot is. If he hits a home run and he does a little dance, just going up to the first base, he's running up the first baseline and he's dancing. I'd like to see guys have their own dance. Forget about a home run trot. I want to see every guy have a home run dance, like an end zone celebration. I want all those things. And if Tony La Russa says those are against the unwritten rules of baseball, then I'll be the first one to say, Tony, you are keeping the sport from being from moving forward into the era in which we currently live and the sport will be more popular if you don't do that that's a mistake you're making by the way my computer is now making a sound and that tony, i don't want it to make tony is managing a team with guys that do that and he does not say those things after they pimp their home runs this for him was a line in the sand like you said greeny trevor bowers conflating two very different and things it, but it's only become an issue because tony has made it an issue no, 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 because no. we wouldn't be talking about this even on no the, one would be talking about this on the broadcast the, the twins guys hated it right away people were talking about it yesterday morning. we talked about it yesterday nuno about before larusa yeah. talked but, about it but why? Because people were so. Because certain people are upset about it. Like, I just think there's a. What are guys supposed to do? So in the NBA, if you're up thirty, and someone texts me this that, as this analogy, as they're listening to this, if they're up thirty. Are you supposed to shoot? Like, where are we're telling guys? But what are hey, you supposed to? That's do? That's what I mean. Like, you're still supposed to play the game. This guy has been in the minors for ten years. But you finally don't gets his opportunity. Like, if it's so bad, if this is so bad, put it in the darn. Rulebook. The shot clock had run out, Nuno. The shot clock had you run out. You don't drain half-court threes. You still play. Or, you, you, throw, you, you put up a shot, an acceptable shot, but you don't showboat and put up, you know, a behind-the-back, you know, something crazy. You put up a normal shot, and you play to the end, and then you move on. But, what was the game, Nuno? There was an NBA game. I forget exactly what it was now, but it wasn't that long ago, that someone was dribbling out the clock, and someone ran up and made a steal and went down and dunked the ball at the end, and it almost got both benches almost emptied. Like, do you remember what well, I'm talking about? It happened in a, a college basketball game. It was a college game. Where, where game. Can, where was Kansas, Kansas was yeah. blowing someone out, and the team they were blowing out did that. Uh and almost caused a fight, yes. Right. So, I mean, that, that's what this is to me. Yes. This game is mm-hmm. over. The team has already conceded victory. And you're now, so now you're celebrating nothing. You're doing something that is not worthy of, it's not an accomplishment within this framework of the game. Anyway, I think it's a very interesting conversation. We can talk more about it as we, actually, should I just take calls on that? I mean, should Let's we? Go. All right, we should probably Let's just go. do that. I was going to jump to something else here, but I can save that something else for another time. Why don't we load up the calls? 
Let's open up the phones here. I'm Greeny. I'm presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's Home Quote Explorer is changing the way you buy home insurance. Now you can go online, get a custom quote, save both time and money. Learn more at Progressive.com. I was going to get into Dan Campbell saying that he would uh, allow a lion to eat his arm to win the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Which was just kind of funny. Um, And I was going to use that as a jumping off point for phone calls. But maybe this is better. So my number is 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-SAY-ESPN. I don't know why I just spelled that. 888-729-3776 is the phone number. I want you to call up now, and I want you to tell us which side of this you were on. Do you have an issue with the guy who hits the home run in that scenario? And again, let's go over what happened last night. Mercedes comes up. They throw a pitch behind him. The pitcher gets thrown out. The manager gets thrown out. Now, to me, I'll tell you why I don't think that was necessary. Mm. Because LaRusa had already said what he said. So now you're sending an irrelevant message. It is alre- the message to me had already been clearly made. So now you're just kind of overdoing the point. My point is I'm not a big fan of the eye for an eye piece of it. You can be wrong without me doing anything. Like, Hembo, if you do something wrong to me, mm-hmm. I might be aggravated with you. Right. I'll tell you you were wrong. I don't need to then do the same unto you. Yeah, you, they, they, didn't, they, they weren't headhunting the night before. He just hit a home run at the wrong time. Right. I, I get the eye for an eye when you're talking about the beanball thing, and baseball does that, as we know, and we argue about that until we're blue in the face. Right. But I'm with you. It felt excessive, and it sort of felt forced. Okay. Uh, we have our first call. All right, I'm going to set up the calls here for coming up in a minute, but I'm told we already have one ready to go. So, Bubba, who's ready? Yeah, we have Milo on the line. Milo, you are very first up on this topic. Give me, which side are you on? Well, thanks for the opportunity. My position is it's professional baseball. It's professional sport, so you put a capable person on the field. It's about competition. And how about respecting the fans? We talk about how expensive it is for a family to go out to a baseball game, and then somebody puts in a positional player to pitch. Milo. How about respecting the fans? I respect you enormously, and I appreciate you making the call. Do you, are the fans really being shortchanged in an 11-run game? I mean, I, I, it's an 11-run game. That's my point. You're not shortchanging the fans in a football game when you take a knee up three touchdowns with 30 seconds left. You're not shortchanging the fans when you don't shoot a three as the shot clock runs down when you're up 20 points in an NBA game in the final minute. I appreciate the call, but I, I obviously don't agree with it. But on this program... You're allowed to disagree. So now we're opening the phones again. 888-SAY-ESPN. Your calls on this right after this word from 303 Products. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen a vehicle at a stoplight or in a parking lot that just seems to stand out because of its deep mirror-like paint? It's just spectacular. You're probably thinking you don't have the money or the time to spend to do that to your own vehicle. Well, think again. New 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating is a revolutionary new product that provides that same level of protection and shine that you get from a professional detail, but you can do it yourself in your own garage. You just spray it on, you let it haze, you buff it off. Simple as that. You will have a year of paint protection in addition to that jaw-dropping depth and gloss that will have others admiring your ride on its next drive. It helps repel dust, reduces water spotting to keep it looking cleaner between washes. You can also use it on your car's glass, wheels, and trim. It's now available at Advanced Auto Parts and Pep Boys locations nationwide, where you can learn more by visiting 303radio.com. Back with your calls after this. Greeny on ESPN Radio. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you here as we roll along, and it's time for What's on Your Mind, which is brought to you by My Computer Career Training for a Better Life. Coming to your calls here to find out what's on your mind regarding this unwritten rules kerfuffle. And I will say again, to me, this is less old school versus new school than it is Bush League versus whatever the opposite of Bush League is. But on this program, you're entitled to your opinion, every bit as much as I am. So let's go to the phones. Bubba, who's first up? First up, we have Paul. All right, Paul. You're on ESPN Radio. Where do you stand on this little debate? Paul, are you with me? Yeah. Go ahead, Paul. Can you hear me? Yes, I got you, Paul. Go. Yeah, uh, I just, I agree with you, Greeny. I think that um, there's a certain element of sportsmanship. Uh, that supersedes competition at a certain point, and this is in clear violation of that. I think that's why once you outclass uh, or beat your opponent, uh, why you take a knee or you clear the benches, uh, I don't think that that's an opportunity for the stronger opponent to take further advantage. I think you're supposed to display sportsmanship. That's why sports is so beloved, and I I agree with you. I don't think that uh, anything like that should be celebrated. So, Paul, let me ask you a question. Which piece of it do you think is it that puts it over the top? Is it the 11-run lead? Is it the fact that the count is 3-0? and Is it the fact that it's a position player throwing the pitch? Because during the break, Hembo and I are sitting here. We're on the same side of this, but we also disagree on why we, th- <laughs> why we thought that it was Bush League. So which part of is it in your mind that makes it Bush League? In, in my mind, it's the same as uh, uh, a coach pulling the starters. Um, it's it's the it's the position player on the mound. Yep. Uh, you you clearly don't have the same level of talent that you would be competing against otherwise, and that's. Paul, it's a great call. Thank you. I'm kind of losing your line, but but I, I got your point. See, he's on my side. To me, the fact that the position player is in the game is very much a part of the story. Hembo, you don't think so? If the Twins, if that was just a regular pitcher in the Twins bullpen to me, and he swung 3-0, it would be just as egregious. Now, the fact that it's a 47-mile-per-hour pitch from, from 
a position player, I think is sort of icing on the cake. But if it were a 3-0 pitch from a, from a pitcher, I would still have taken issue with it. To me, the fact that it's a position player is a big part of why I have an issue with it. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Brian. Brian, which side of this are you on? I am on your mean Mercedes' side. Tell me why. So, okay, well, if you heard him, he got interviewed yesterday by the media before LaRue said. He said he wasn't changing a thing. Right. No regrets. So that communication kind of got lost between him and Tony before Tony got with the media. But you said it was the white flag putting the position player in. So then why don't they just forfeit then? Like, what are they supposed to do? All take walks and bunt? You know, when does it end? Well, Brian, I I get what you're saying, and you are correct. I I read as much about this as I could today because I find myself fascinated by it. And, yes, they definitely did not have a meeting of the minds. (laughs) I mean, La Russa and Mercedes (laughs) do not see this the same way even now that it has happened. And fine, that's their problem, and they'll deal with it however they choose to deal with it. It is an interesting – what is the etiquette there, uh, Hamba? At what point – like, like if if it's an 0-2 pitch, he's swinging, and we don't have an issue with it. 3-0 is the etiquette. 3-0 is the the line. You, he had a take sign. You don't swing 3-0 at that point in the game, ever. And no one ever has. Very simple. Yeah, literally in 20 it. years, no one ever had. That, that's the point here, Brian. I mean, he's, he's sort of blazing a new trail. He, he, he took the road less traveled in, in the most significant of ways. I'm trying to think what is it he should do. Like, Bubba, you're on my side on this. What should he do? At 3-0, he just takes. Then if he gets the same pitch at 3-1 and and he hits it for a home run, you and I are okay with that? I'm fine with it. Yeah, to me, it's strictly about 3-0, huge lead, ninth inning or whatever it was, you take, and then if it's 3-1 and he throws it again, you can hit a home run. Mm-hmm. It, it is. It was not only was it the ninth inning, there were two outs in the ninth inning, and it's a 3-0 pitch in an 11-run game. I mean, it was literally everything that it could be to make this the perfect debate. Greeny on ESPN Radio, brought to you by 303 Products, premium protectants and cleaners. Keep your car looking like new longer. Bubba, who's next? We got John. All right, John, weigh in here. Which side are you on? Hey, Greeny. I'm on LaRusse's side. You know, the problem here is that Yerman uh, Mercedes didn't just miss the take sign. He ignored the take sign. And then Tony LaRusa gets up on the top step and starts yelling, take, take, take. And Mercedes still ignores it. And then after the game, Mercedes goes classic third person and says, well, your means just going to be your mean. I think LaRusa, as part of his press conference, was trying to lay down the law. That's why he was brought into Chicago to bring some discipline to that team so they can win. That's an excellent call, John. Excellent. The phone's breaking up a little, but I, I got all of it, and that's just an outstanding call. That is right. He did say that. He did say he was standing on the top step of the dugout yelling, take, take, take. I agree. Do, I, I do not believe that he missed the sign. No. I believe he ignored the sign. Absolutely. 100%. So, so there are consequences for that, too, right? I mean, guys miss signs. And in but- youth baseball, for example, if you get like the, the bunt sign and you hit a home run— your coach is upset at you when you're on third base. That's just the thing. And that's the, that's the game that Tony La Russa played, and that's the game that Tony La Russa manages. And, and that little piece of it, I don't have an issue with. Again, I do not consider this old school versus new school. Like Pete McConville, who's the CP of our TV show in the mornings, he sent me a note when I said to Buster that I was going to argue with him on the air. And Pete sent me a note that said, debate that. You actually are on La Russa's side. You will come off as very old if you are. I don't agree. I don't think this is old school versus new school. I am new school. This to me is Bush League, and those are different things. Let me get one more. Bubba, who's next? Let's go to Patrick. All right, Patrick, you're on ESPN Radio. Which side are you on? Yeah, I lean more towards LaRusso, but the question is, with football, the game's over, you take a knee, you kill the clock, you end the game. 
baseball, how do you end the game? There's no clock. And baseball is all about statistics. So are you supposed to tell the guys to go up there and strike out? That's the bigger question. How do you end a game in this situation? Right. So, so you're right. You bring up some good points. And, and thank you, everybody. Those are outstanding calls. Let's attack that one. The, the issue is that this was really the perfect storm of all the reasons not to do it. You have a position player on the mound. The count is 3-0. and And the margin is 11 runs. Now, let's address the call and, and the question. At the end of the season, that at-bat counts. So you're your mean Mercedes. That at-bat is going to count. Whatever it is you do is going to count in your final stat line, which is of consequence. So what should he do? He should do what the other three guys that hit against that, pit, that position player in that inning did. They took regular swings. They just tried to put the ball in play, and all three of them made an out. Now, if you happen to get a hit in that circumstance, good for you. But you don't back leg a home run 3 nothing. Like, none of the other three guys that came up in that inning did anything like what he did. Huh. See, now I'm kind of starting. That part of it I don't love. <laughs> I don't love that you tell him, well, you can, you can swing, but don't swing too hard. Like, we're getting, we're getting a little too micromanagey for my taste. This continues in a moment on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can check out Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Also, don't miss Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 Eastern on ESPN. This is Greeny, the podcast.